There's this song that I love, Tasha Cobbs, it's called Jesus is Mine. But she gets into this refrain and she's like, Jesus is mine, he wants to spend time with me. And I never knew that. All those years growing up, I never knew that God wanted to spend time with me, that he loved me. Pastor made this comment about all the things that you've done, all the bad things, all the things you said, even just said a few minutes ago, whatever. Think about all those things and then think about this. God knew all of that and he made you anyway. And I just started sobbing. He's like, that's love. Mm -hmm. A clear orphan's heart with regard to uh, God loving. And so when he talked about grace, I was like, this is what I always thought it was supposed to feel like. Mm. But this, this can't be right. Because then what do I do? He's like, let me love you. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as we discuss the effortless life of God's grace. What's up, everybody? Al Jennings here. In this episode, I'm going to take you into an exciting Sunday service at Summit Church where we celebrated International Women's Month. You will hear from some amazing women who shared testimonies of how the gospel of grace has impacted their lives. So right now, I'm going to take you right into that service. I really believe that you will get something out of this that you can apply to your life. So enjoy. Welcome Summit Church. Welcome Church Online. So we are celebrating International Women's Month. And so if you know anything about me, I get amazing things at the last minute. And I saw, a, we, a pastor and I were watching something and we saw a quote and it was by Albert Einstein. And he's, he says that creativity is intelligence having fun. So I am so intelligent. <laughs> I am the most incredible and intelligent woman I know. And however, with that being said, so another thought came to me is that I didn't want to put my urgency on others to make it their, what was the word that the Lord gave me? It was my urgency, and I didn't want it to make it your emergency, right? So like it was, it was urgent once I got the idea. I was like, oh, who can I call? Who can I get this? But I did have some amazing people that responded to my urgency. And I want to say thank you in advance for making my urgency your emergency. And so today we're going to just celebrate some amazing women. And we're all amazing because God has made us all so individually unique. And I love that about our Father. And then I, I, then, so this I have, I'm big on words. I love words. I love quotes. And uh, so these three plaques that are up here are wall hangings. One says, as you can make, you may be able to see it, never, never, never give up. Right? And this one I really, really love. And it says, don't compare yourself to others. There is no comparisons between the sun and the moon. They both shine. Ah, I love that. Or they have their own light is what it says. That was my words. They have their own light. And isn't that true about each and every one of us? We have our own light. We have our own purpose. And we're designed to do what God has created us to do. And so, as we know, this month of March has been designated on the calendar as International Women's Month. And so can we have some 
little light. It looks really, really dark. Oh, I want to see the beautiful faces and smiles. I can see the teeth. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so I, and I may get a little emotional, but don't be moved. It's just me. Like when you're full, it's like a sponge. When a sponge has a lot going on and full and soaked, it's just something's got to come out. And it's, whoo, and it's just like that. So here I go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, Carla, get it together. So anyway, so we're, we're involving both campus and... We, as Pastor said, when we're reading, and you'll see a beautiful picture of who we're talking about from the Indy campus. And so, something else I wanted to say. So, so what's going to happen is when, as you know, so next year, the Lord is so awesome. He lives right where we are. And so, what, what I got then was like, okay, so now, Carla, you know you want to do this again. So, I'm giving you a year notice now. We're doing it next year. All right, and so there will be an opportunity for any of you to say, I want to be a part of it. So now we can allow your creativity and your intelligence to be a part of something huge. So we'll do it the whole month. How about that? Yes, I'm excited too. I'm glad you are. So, all right, so we're going to get going. And so, so what your workout's going to be, Jaira, is that you're going to move this up and down. And this as well. Okay, so, so you can move it now. <laughs> And so our first person that we're going to acknowledge, she likes to be behind the, the uh, she says she's the background or whatever. I don't know what kind of words she want to use, but I don't think it's true. But it's okay if she believes that. But so Miss Kitty has been here from the inception of this ministry. And I truly, truly love her and honor her. And so she's going to come and I'm going to get my iPad. She's going to come have a seat. I have her mic, actually. I got your mic. And so our goal today, there you go, is to just, they're going to share about them and then what the Word of God, the grace message of however you want to share it, has done for you. But tell them about you. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're on. He's a year old. <laughs> As Ms. Carla said, that you know, we've been here since like 1984. Yeah, the ministry. Something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So while Pastor Ms. Carla was in, in Rama Bible College and everything, we were still praying with a couple in our, in our area. And so while they were in school and everything, they got married real quick yeah. <laughs> before yeah. they was able to go to college, you know, to Rama Bible College. But... Over the years, what I can say, you know, I'm skipping forward and everything, but Pastor and Miss Carla are the same from day one. Mm. Once we met them and we got, you know, a, a part of them in our lives and everything, they haven't changed. Now, you're talking about a good 40 years because mm -hmm. my sons are about 40, what are these, 47? <laughs> 46 and 47, like wow. that. 46 and 44? Okay, you can tell I don't keep up. <laughs> but any, anyway, but it's been that, that length of time. Wow. So to, it's really like a marriage. That's mm -hmm. what it's been like. And so when we started with them in the ministry, we all grew up together at yeah. the same time. And so I, me and Tracy was talking about this, and it's like I really don't want to be 
involved in a ministry where there's no consistency. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, Pastor Ms. Carla, what you see is what you get. So it's like, this is not an android up here, and then they go home and they turn into humans, okay? No, that's, that's not happening. So for them, you see what you get. And so they have not, they're like God. They change not. They're the same <laughs> yesterday, today, and forever. And so we appreciate that. Or we wouldn't have been here. We would have left y'all a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm glad to know that. Right, thank you. There you go. But what I do want to share real quick is that when I go back and I look at James chapter 2, verse 21, 22, 23, it's in reference also for Genesis 22, okay? Mm-hmm. Verses, I think, 13 or 14. But what I'm getting to is that in verse 21, it talks about where Abraham, okay? Abraham he put his will aside. He wanted to obey the will of the Father. And what he did was God had asked him to sacrifice his son Isaac on the altar. And, you know, we make sacrifices 24-7 in our lives, and we'll continue to make sacrifices. But during that time, he obeyed. And so what God says, like, okay, the angel of the Lord came down and said, stop. You know, because Abraham was getting ready to pick up that knife. And think about that with your own child. He was getting ready to pick up that knife, and he was getting ready to sacrifice Isaac. And then the angel of the Lord said, no, stop, 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 stop. You don't have to do that because I have a ram in the bushes for you, and he will take the place of the sacrifice of your son, so you don't have to do that. And he said, yeah, and by the way, because you were obedient to me and you believe in me and you love me, guess what? I'm going to make you my friend. Mm -hmm. This is the part that I love, that God considers us his friend. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. The person in the whole universe considers us Mm. his friend. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Glory, I need you, okay? All right. <laughs> it's like, for I told her, I said, I love it, you know, when she is involved. But the whole point is, is that whenever you are lonely, whenever you are alone, you think you're alone, whenever you're having challenges, whenever it seems like I don't have anybody else, no relatives, no friends, whatever, mm-hmm. you have a friend. Yeah. Now, you may already, when you've accepted him as Lord and Savior in your life, you have a friend that he's closer than your, a brother. I mean, yeah. he's going to stick closer to you. If you have not made him your friend yet, hey, he's, he's waiting. Mm-hmm. Okay? So mm-hmm. for us, what we can do is realize is that a friend is intimate. A friend bonds with you. A friend is close. God is not looking for perfect people. Mm -mm. He's looking for people that are persistent and consistent, Mm -hmm. that they have a love for him. Because, I mean, yeah, he's our redeemer. He's he's our restorer and all the other Mm -hmm. adjectives about Jesus. But the part I like about Jesus, he's my friend. He Mm -hmm. loves him some kitty, and kitty loves him. That is my my best bud, okay? Father, mm-hmm. Son, Holy Spirit, and everything. Yeah. So one thing I want to leave with you is this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. Look full 
in his wonderful face. And the things on earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And the things on earth will grow strangely dim. I can't see all those troubles anymore. In the light of his glory and grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, love you. Love you. Amen. All right. Thank you, Miss Kitty. So, wow. I miss her voice. <laughs> that was beautiful. So now we're going to acknowledge one of our indie ladies. And so this would be Miss Nita. And so, yes, you can pull that back up. And I appreciate so much Miss Nita. She holds it down for us in the indie campus. <laughs> and we're just grateful. Go ahead and give her, give her a hand. And there, yes, yes, yes. And she's actually the, the individuals are standing there, maybe, or, or maybe not standing since they're not here with you. You can't see them physically, but we have beautiful pictures of them. And so, you know, Anita's just full of joy. She's full of just always smiling and always laughing. There's not a moment, I don't think, that she stops laughing about something. And so I have the honor of reading this concerning her. Juanita Marie Barkstel Regich. Juanita, Anita is what we call her, was born in Memphis, Tennessee, and spent her childhood with grandparents and focused on church. Who focused on church? Therefore, she and her older sister sang duets practically every Sunday. (laughs) They also groomed her to speak by having the welcome address or giving the welcome address to visitors. God was directing her path because, as an adult, her career focused on speaking, and she is still singing today. She is the mother of three children, two in heaven, and one son in Nashville, Tennessee, and grandmother of one. Juanita has been a part of Summit Church since the fruition of Pastor Al's desire for a campus in Indianapolis. Married to Pastor Gary for 29 years, she supports him as campus pastor, as campus pastors, and also leads the praise and worship team. Amen. Find my place. Juanita says the true gospel of grace is helping her to become who God called her to be. As she receives the understanding of grace, she has been able to give more grace and compassion to others and to herself. She finds herself to be more relaxed and forgiving and less of a perfectionist. (laughs) She says, She is having, and this is in bold, dark letters, 
fun. <laughs> and the best is yet to come. Let's give it up for Juanita. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. The best is yet to come. Amen. All right. Well, let's keep going. Let's continue to, to just you hear from these other amazing ladies. And so next we have up, coming to the stage, Nicole King. Let's give it up for Nicole. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jaira. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Yes, you look lovely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So go ahead and have your way, and I'm going interfe- to interact with you. Okay. So who are you? I am Nicole <laughs> King, and I have been at the church. Pull your mic up. Okay. I have been at Summit for 26 years. Mm-hmm. I started back in 1997. And I've been coming, I started off in a touch group, as a matter of fact. And I came in through an awesome lady named Hermina Clark. Mm. (laughs) So she saw how I was. We worked together at Dana. She saw how I was at Dana, and she probably said, this girl needs help. (laughs) So let me invite her to something. So she invited me to her touch group. And I've been coming ever since. And that changed my life. And then I just went through the different levels Summit were at, and Grace just really set it off. But before then, I met my husband, Jimmy King, at Summit. I met him here. And next month in May, we will be married for 15 years. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) So that is very exciting. And then I didn't like Dana because I didn't like working in the factory. So Miss Carla had a women's group, and I said, well, I need to get out of there. So um, Miss Carla prayed for me and believed in God that I would start a daycare, and that daycare has been going for 23 years now. Wow. God is good. And I have kids at my daycare now. Their parents used to go to the daycare. <laughs> and I have two assistant twins at my daycare. They used to go to the daycare. Wow. So it's just, just awesome and but I would really want to pick up on the grace. That's just been, when Pastor first started talking about grace years ago, I was just like, well, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm still going to come. And, you know, and I just, I was already so rooted and grounded in the church. Nothing could change it. So I was like, okay. And then, you know, it just really what got me on to really clicking in on grace was a lady named Connie Witter. Mm-hmm. And I just start going. I would travel by myself and go to her conferences, just listening, just getting the word, just getting it and getting it. And I just have to tell you guys, uh, last year, 2022, it's not going to stop. But that was one of the best years of my life regarding Great. grace. Mm. And I tell you what, I graced it out. <laughs> I graced it yes. out from just everything. The biggest thing I have to say about gracing it out was this multiple businesses, multiple businesses. I started up salons. I have two salons here in town and I just collect rent. I don't care about doing hair. (laughs) I don't care about eyebrows. I got lash tacks. I got microbladers. I didn't even know what half the stuff was. I was looking it up. Yeah, you come in, you just pay rent. I don't care. (laughs) I just set the nice atmosphere, just rental properties, just blowing up. And that's all based on the grace. And Mm. 
from the grace, the biggest thing was instead of I would, I'm now I know what to do. Mm. But before it was like, Lord, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, so just change my mindset and resting more instead of trying and trying. Mm -hmm. So instead of trying, I just receive. Mm, I just received because I already got it yeah. from the finished work of God. That's good. So no more trying. Mm -hmm. I just receive it. And when I receive it, just people just start coming up just from the rentals, just coming up. And I'm just eating popcorn, watching TV. Oh, yeah. there's, another. <laughs> oh, there's another person. Oh, there's another because yeah. I receive it. Yeah. It's not me trying to do it because mm -hmm. that was the hardest challenge of me. Just trying. Okay, let me do it. What am I going to do? Let me call this person. I leave people alone. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing with grace is that's helped me so much because I'm very direct. I'm the opposite of my husband. He's very passive and I'm strong will. I'm just like, go get her. I put that on the back of my license plate, go get her. So if people come at me wrong in the wrong way, especially when they're calling me or texting me, oh, I'm texting all night. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you, <laughs> you know? But with Grace, I'm like, I don't text them back. Yeah. I don't call them back. I let them go off on me. And in the beginning, it was tough because I was looking at the phone like, I'm going to get you. Then I'm like, no, Grace, who am I? Mm. Who am I? Mm -hmm. I don't defend myself to nobody yeah. because I'm already approved. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. Since, uh, yeah. <laughs> since I'm already approved and accepted <laughs> by God, they can talk all that talk. Yeah. And they can say I'm not returning a text. And I even said to my husband, I said, I didn't even go back at that person to death. Wow. And, and he's even surprised and he's yeah. even seeing. Even the kids at my daycare, they're like, if they drop and break something on the floor, they're all scared. Even the other kids scared for the kids. <laughs> now I just get up the get the broom and sweep it up and smile. And I say, I love you kids. And they're looking at me like, wow. <laughs> they're probably like, thank God for grace. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, Nicole. And I love it. And it, and it will also sets you up to, because you're such a giver. Thank you. And you just, you know, and it just puts you in a bigger position to be in a, a giver. And one business that you didn't speak of is rentals. Yes. Yeah. And God has just blessed you tremendously and that you've started to just believe and receive. Yes. With yes. The, and it and, just comes and comes. Yeah. I just bought all these houses last year and I'm like okay yeah I'll get that one I'll get that just being a blessing to people mm -hmm. and I have people from coming out of town like today at eight o'clock at tonight tonight I got people coming in out of town to get them just just out the mm -hmm. blue they're just coming out the yeah. woodwork praise so, God it's all God and I give them praise and glory and I don't think if I didn't have grace none of that would happen yeah. just mm -hmm. just that receiving yeah, learning how to receive. Because you, like I'm a goal setter and I write stuff down, I'm very anal, but it's still nothing what God has did. It's, uh, it's exceeded what I did. I'm like, God, I would never even thought of that. Yeah. Who would think of just doing some salons for yeah. passive? Who, you know, I don't do any of but it's God. Yeah. It's just God, like this is mm -hmm. how you do it. This is how mm -hmm. you do it. And I'm like, I would have never thought of that. That mm -hmm. is God and just receiving from him. Praise God. Yeah, that speaks to creativity, yes. right? Yes. And it's our excellence having, or intelligence having yeah. fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love the trip, and I just, nothing but the best for me, and you guys haven't seen nothing yet. Praise God. <laughs> All right, we'll give it up for Nicole. Amen. Woohoo. Oh, okay.
Thank you. <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm getting all my signals from my text messages and then my, my staff. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wait, you want to give that to Allie? Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm working out this, you know, my own TV show, so just vibe with me while I vibe. Yay, so next we have a beautiful Allison Drury. So, hey, Allie. Hi, and I have some notes on my phone because I might get distracted. That happens yeah. sometimes. That color looks good on you, by Thank the way. You. Yeah, Thanks. that's a great color. Uh, my husband, Doug, and I have been married for, it'll be 22 years this year. Awesome. And we're, Woo-hoo. and this summer, it will be 20 years that we've been here at Summit. Wow. Because our daughter was born in 2003, and okay. we kind of, we had visited a couple times through our business. We knew three separate couples that went here. So we had visited Summit off and on, and always completely touched by the message and just it was a just a different experience than Mm -hmm. we were used to and you know Doug was raised in a Catholic church but like Christer Catholics like Mm -hmm. go on Christmas and Easter with the family (laughs) kind of that and I was raised Lutheran Lutheran private school all the way through eighth grade and then into a public for high school but so we had a lot to unlearn really a lot of religion to Mm. cast off and work more toward relationship um, personal relationship with Christ, which we got right from the get-go, you know, that that week we prayed, and we've prayed this a couple times through our marriage, like, okay, we have this decision to make. God, please make it obvious for us, because okay. we are both overthinkers, and okay. so we did that, and we attended with our newborn daughter mm-hmm. one week, and the message was finding the right church for your family. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And we literally just went down the checklist, and it was like, yep, 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 okay, I guess we're switching churches. We had been going to a different, you know, 15 minutes away or so. But, yeah, so that's how we got our start here. Okay. Regarding the grace message specifically, I'm a homeschool parent, so I have three kids. Doug, too. We are homeschool parents. He takes a pretty active role with working with them and helping them through different things kids need to learn to be successful in life. And I so appreciate that about him. That's not something I ever would have thought was in my story. Like, I didn't ever see myself as a homeschooling anything. Because, you know, when I was growing up, the homeschoolers were weird. So I'm like, I don't want any part of that. (laughs) So just saying. Not all of them, but, you know, they were different. So Doug had a lot of belief in me being able to stay at home and our daughter had some learning struggles early on and Mm -hmm. it became clear that that would probably be the best fit at least starting out would be the best fit to help her Mm one-on-one and we started and never looked back and so she's going to be 20 this year also Mm -hmm. and then Dawson our middle one is 16 and Corbin the baby's 14 and they're just I'm learning right along with them yeah I call myself a recovering approval addict (laughs) other people but the grace message has helped me, you know, find my identity and who Christ made me to be and what he's done for me and grace, which has helped me show grace to my husband, to my kids. Mm-hmm. Also very type A personality, like Nicole said, like, you know, I am going to be direct and I say what I mean. I mean what I say. If mm-hmm. I ever tell you something, you can take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't mince words. I okay. don't, I'm not rude. Yeah. I mean, I can be, I can be, yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like 
if everybody did that, how yeah. much better would the world be? <laughs> okay. Sometimes, you know, just tell the truth. But anyway, so he showed a lot of belief in me being able to homeschool the kids. And we had started our own business by that point on the side. And we thought, well, that's money can come in through that. And that's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, make income at will with that. And different seasons of our lives, you know, it's ebbed and flowed and kind of fit where we needed it to for what season we're in. But the calling to be homeschool parents to our kids has made our family something I don't, I, it way blows away anything mm. I ever imagined. I didn't see myself as being a parent. I didn't see myself as getting married and having kids at one point because mm -hmm. my family with my parents kind of fell apart and it was very traumatic and I didn't want to set myself up to be hurt that way. Yeah. So of course then Doug comes along and I'm like, well, what else can I do but marry him and have his kids? <laughs> so yeah. that was the end of that. Yeah. But the, the kids are close. They are each other's best friends. They fight. They're siblings. Yeah. They're very different personalities from each other. So there's that too. But I, you just can't put a price on the close-knit family unit we mm -hmm. have. And it's, it's all God. Yeah. He showed us that was his plan for us, being able to originally to help through some of those learning struggles. But then they get to lean on each other. They get to learn from each other. Yeah. They're each other's best friends, and it's incredible. That's awesome. And so I, I learned, you know, comparison's a thief mm -hmm. of joy, right? That's um, my two biggest things when I'm asked to speak in a homeschool situation or, you know, because, you know, being in that world for so many years now, I realize now I'm one of these people being asked to yeah. speak for things. Yeah. And it's very humbling because in the beginning of my journey, I put those people on a pedestal. Okay. And just getting to the point and realizing they're just normal people that have just been doing it longer. It's humbling realizing that and that you really shouldn't put people on a pedestal. That's so mm -hmm. much pressure to them. Mm -hmm. I think showing other people grace is keeping them on your level because nobody's better than another That's or so worse good. than another. That's so good. Also that quote about the moon and the sun and the, yeah. okay, kind of, but the moon reflects the sun's light. Ah. And so to me, I just got this, I was thinking, putting together some thoughts that I haven't looked at my notes at all. But when we do show our creativity and our differences and how mm -hmm. when we all come together, we're so much stronger because we can glean from each other if we have an open heart to, you know, to be receptive. We reflect the sun's light, right? Mm -hmm. We reflect the light mm -hmm. from the sun. Mm -hmm. We reflect, we have our, yeah. our own kind of reflection of it, but it's all the light from the, light. the sun, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. Mm -hmm. That was really yeah. like that. That's but, great. Yeah. One question. So how were you able to apply or the grace message in your homeschooling? In um, what way? So definitely not finding, you know, not finding my identity in things my husband or my children might say or do. Not finding my identity in well-behaved children. Mm -hmm. They've been taught right from wrong and they know, but they're humans and they're going to make mistakes just like I make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And grace... Again, we're all, I mean, yes, I, we're their parents and we're in authority, but we are together mm -hmm. and we are not above or below each other. Mm -hmm. And when I mess up, I apologize. My kids have heard me apologize a lot because mm -hmm. I do tend to fly off the, you know. <laughs> Better, as I've gotten more and more revelation with grace, I, a lot of the time, and, and I was talking to Nicole about this too, because, 
you know, how long, how many years has it been now? Pastor had this revelation of grace and started sharing it with us all. It's not something you get like all at once. It's coming in yeah. waves and yeah. there's just yep. like fresh revelation mm-hmm. um, almost weekly. Like yeah. we're hearing these messages. And when he was talking about not depending on your logic, not depending on your emotions, but mm-hmm. being spirit led. Yeah. I know I've heard being spirit led before, mm-hmm. but my logic. I want to figure it out. I want to read all I can, and I want mm-hmm. to logic something out and figure out my problems, right? Yeah. And I think moms tend to do that anyway. That's kind of a, you know, we're like running the household, doing our thing. So Grace has shown me that I don't need, I do know what to do, like Pastor yeah. says. We yeah. know what to do. Yeah. Like just the Holy Spirit is expert in all things. He's with mm-hmm. us all the time. Ask him. Yeah. And so when little things come up and I'm missing it, and my kids have been the ones that have taught me uh-huh. a lot yeah, of the time. They so will. Fly off, the, you know, fly mm-hmm. off the handle and start. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I remember distinctly one time my daughter just kind of meekly said, I think she was probably like 12 or 13 at the time. She said, have you tried praying? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So, <laughs> because we're yeah. figuring it out mode, right, you right, know, right. as parents and stuff. But That's we can awesome. learn from anybody. We can learn from each other yeah. and let our light shine and yeah. <laughs> glean from each other. So. Well, I commend you as, you know, doing your homeschooling and, and just, you know, staying in, the, staying in the work, staying in the game, you know, work as in doing that. And so we celebrate you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Let's give it up for Allie. You can put the mic on. Woohoo! Allison. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep it going. And so next we're having here an amazing Dawn Roseman. And we're going to, we'll keep the platform or the podium down, Jaira. I don't want to overwork you. But no, my staff said to leave it down. So I obey. So, so come on over, please, first. And so this is none other than the Dawn Roseman. Yes. So Dawn will also first read from someone from the Indy campus, and then we turn it over to herself. Okay. So oh, I have it. You have it. I have it. Unless you want me to bring no, it up. No, I brought it. I okay. didn't know if I... Okay. I yeah. Know. So, but no, you, you do what you do. Take your time. You're fine. So, you guys, how you doing out there? Everybody good? You having a good time? You yeah. like receiving and hearing you from... Stand? You can do whatever you, you want. You can do it. You're the boss. I can lay down? Yeah. Well, whatever you want. I should have planned because I can't see out of these glasses. Only far away. So we're going to try this. Okay. So I get to talk about the amazing Chris Barnett in our, from our Indy campus. And this is what she wrote. She says, my name. Hi, Chris. She's like, <laughs> she says, my name is Chris Barnett, and I am a member of Summit Indy campus. I have belonged to Summit for about 10 years. Indianapolis has been my home since birth, except for a period of two years living in, in Ogden, Utah. I am a retired educator of the Indianapolis public school system. During that 30-year tenure, I held capacities of teacher, vice principal, and director of a national high school educational initiative called Diploma Plus. The message of grace has been life-changing in my walk with the Lord. I no longer feel I have to measure up to anyone's standards or anything that the world deems unsuccessful. The Father and Jesus accepts me just as I am, and I don't have to work at earning it earning his love. I am strengthened daily because I walk in his amazing grace. Shalom. Mm. I love it. (laughs) I love that. So do I go out now and come back in? You you can do whatever you like. How would you like to end? I mean, mean, it's your show. I know. So let's, won't you just walk out and then make a dawn entrance? That's how we do it. Okay. 
Uh, All right. Do you, do you have theme music? That, you see, that was part of the planning part that I, I'm just not okay. a planner, I'm right? Gonna, I have my own, but this okay. is your show. All right. Oh, so play your, play your entrance. Play. I, wanna, I want your entrance. Does that work? Oh, yeah. Come on. Hey. 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 Next we have none other than, hey, Dawn Rose Lynn. Enter into the stage. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey, hey. hey. We'll work on that next week. We'll work on that. <laughs> yeah. So I need, <laughs> I need you as my planner. So I got you. Uh, that's just not my thing. But we'll get it together. We'll get it together. So welcome, Don Roseman. Good to have you here. Yes. I love it. I love that you're here. And we do have a, something we're going to do at the very end okay. after you share about you. Okay. Are you asking questions? You want me to just go? You flow, and then I'll go. Okay. Okay. So, hi. So, my name is, somebody gave their government name earlier, so I'll do it. My name is Dawn Rochelle Roseman. Okay. Uh, yeah. She calls me Dawnie. Don't call me. She calls me Dawnie. I do. And I have been at Summit, I did the math over there, 26 years, wow. I think. I came home in 19... 96 for, from law school, and I joined Summit, or came to Summit shortly thereafter. I actually came to Summit through another, another they used to call me, called touch groups. I came through a touch group with my cousin. You guys know him as Calvin. He's Chewy to me. I went to Chewy's touch, touch group because I'd always grown up in church. My mother is here. My beautiful mom is here. I'm always, I'm never going to not miss the, miss the opportunity to, to acknowledge my mama. And she, she taught me about God. So I always grew up in church, but I'll be honest with you, and I've told this before, I never liked church. I didn't understand it. I certainly didn't have any sense that God loved me. I didn't think he talked to anybody but old people, pastors, and like babies. And so I was like, okay. So they make me go to church. I only like church on, on first Sundays because that's when the youth choir would sing, and that's the only thing I kind of understood. And otherwise, I would be really sleepy unless it was like sometimes I like communion because not because I understood it, but because it was snack time. That was what I heard in my head. like, it's snack time. So I didn't really get church. I didn't like it. But, but I, you know, but my cousin asked me to come to this thing called a touch group. And I, I said yes more because I felt like, what's, I don't have anything really to lose. I was searching. I've been raised to go to church. And so I knew I'd, when I came home from law school, I knew I couldn't go back to where I grew up. I'd just outgrown it. I'd changed. I was hungry for something I didn't understand at the time, but I realized now I was looking for a teacher, somebody to help me. But I, I didn't have those words then. But, but I, so I went to the winning group because it was my cousin. And I felt like if it was horrible, I could just go upstairs and hang out with the kids. And I just, I mean, seriously, and I just was like, I just won't, I'll be safe. And I went, and if you guys remember, then it was Mr. Shane McIntosh was leading that winning group. And I didn't know what was happening, but I was changing. Mm. And I, I didn't have Mark then, my amazing, most amazing husband, Mark. I didn't have Mark then. I was just going to this thing. And then I, they invited me to come to church, and I would sit way back there in the corner. I can't even see it. And I would sit back there because, again, I was at an exit strategy like this. If this <laughs> blows, I'm out. You know, but it was really crazy because you come in here, and you would just be bombarded with niceties and Miss Deborah Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I thought she was, I think I've told this, I thought she was a stalker. She was like, how are you? And you're wonderful. And she called me and how are you? It was so good to see you. I'm like, how do you get my number? I was like, oh, I gave you to my number. And I was like, all these things was crazy. But they just, this place just wouldn't let you go. And I sat back there in that corner and I sat here and listened to the music and I hated it because it was crazy and different from anything I grew up. But then this man stood up here and I was like, what's happening? 
Mm. I should have brought the Kleenex. Yeah. I mean, right? I was yeah. like, what's happening? Because I'd never... So, okay, so there's, this song, there's this song that I love. I, tell Mark, I do this every time I talk about the song by uh, Tasha Cobbs. It's called uh, Jesus is Mine. And it's not even really about, the words are phenomenal, and she just says over and over, Jesus is mine. She just keeps saying that over and over again. But she gets into this refrain, and she's like, Jesus is mine. She's like, he wants to spend time with me. And I never knew that. Yeah. All those years growing up, I never knew that God wanted to spend time with me, that he loved me. And, you know, pastor made this comment. He wasn't my pastor. Then he made this comment. He's like, I was sitting back there doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Knew I wasn't supposed to be doing them. And he was like, think about all the things that you've done, all the bad things, all the things you said, even just said a few minutes ago, whatever. Think about all those things. Mm -hmm. And then think about this. It was like, God knew all of that. And he made you anyway. And I just started sobbing. I was like, he's Mm -hmm. like, that's love. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Right? So yeah. I just started hanging around. That 90-day thing is real. It's a trick because you get stuck here. You'd be 26 years. And so, so, you know, and so I just, you know, hang around. And then, like, I never yeah. sang in church one day until I came here. And I remember I came in on a week, and there was a sign out there, and it said, rehearsals for the posse. Remember, I didn't like the music. And I was yeah. like, the rehearsals for the posse. And I was like, all right. I, literally, I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit either. And so, but I heard, you know, it's almost like, it must have been like that scripture where I forget who it is. I'd be messing up the Bible, but I read it. But that guy was like, you know, whatever he's calling his name, he's like, huh? You know, that was like me. It was like, go do the, do the, the tryout. And I was like, who? And then it was like, go do the tryout. And I was like, who? And I was like, and I forget, I forget. It was some song that I went in there and they were like looking at me like, okay, you're here. And I'm like, guess I'm here to try out. <laughs> I guess I'm here to try out for this thing or whatever it was. I don't even know if it was called a tryout, but you could, whatever it was. But that thing, man, I go in there and just change my life. And I never knew I belonged. Even then, Miss Kitty can talk to you about it. I mean, like, for so long, I always thought, like, like everybody else had a, you know, a, you know, I'm getting to the place of grace. Like, everybody they had a, like a different connection to God than I did. Mm. So I couldn't sing like Canaan. I couldn't do these things. Canaan taught me how to worship. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do so many things. I thought, this is the way I talked to myself. And I was just mm-hmm. sitting there, I was like, I just couldn't figure it out. And then grace came along. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I remember we used to have a winning group in my office. I'm a lawyer. I've been a, I've been a lawyer. I've been practicing. Why? I've been, I came back from law school. I've been practicing for, you know, for 26, whatever plus years. Um, now, in, 20, in 2016, though, because of this ministry, ministry because of grace, I, I stopped practicing traditionally and created a whole new position that didn't exist before. And so now I'm like, yeah. the firm, I, they were like, what is it? And I was like, I want to get paid this and I want to do this. Yeah. And they're like, we've never seen this before. I know, I know. But I'm, you know, and, 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 and so I'm the firm diversity partner for all 22 offices. So I go around and drive inclusion yeah and strategy and Love it. belonging and mm. I have a, my my title really is Ooh. like I get my chief it's, it's like I get to see people for a living mm. which is my heartbeat heartbeat I get to point people to yeah. their greatness it's funny I used when I used to talk about rain all the time I would tell God like it's a fail if I'm here for five years more because I want to go pursue rain he goes you are rain what are you doing where I put you rain yeah Do that there yeah. <laughs> and so he's like so it's like funny because I actually get paid he fun he uses them to fund rain to do the things and I get to rain there and push people to their greatness and 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 and, and educate people put people up on game that they're an unrepeatable masterpiece every day yeah that's what I get to do but I, I was you know I was I was sitting there we used to have a winning group in my office and pastor would come 
And he was, I remember he was talking about grace. And it was hard for me. Because, again, I remember you taught a sermon on orphan's heart. I had a mm -hmm. clear orphan's heart with regard God loving me. Mm. And so when he talked about grace, I was like, this is what I think I always thought it was supposed to feel like. Mm. But this is not, this can't be right. Because then what do I do? Mm. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to handle whatever, right? That's okay. me. I'm going to yeah. get it done. Yeah. I'm going to handle my business. What do I do? He's like, let me love you. Mm. And that's never been a strong suit of yeah. mine. Yeah. Even when by relationships, it's hard to let people love me because mm -hmm. I'm used to, I mean, I'm good at going this direction. Yeah. And so it's just opened me up. I feel like I'm a, I, I, I cry a lot, but it's because I have these moments where I have these, like, I feel like these absolute encounters with God where I'm like, you, you do love me that much. Yeah. You want to spend yeah. time mm -hmm. with me. Yep. Yep. I didn't, I am enough. Yeah. 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 That's, that's great. This, this message, this ministry, you, Pastor, being connected here literally changed my life. Literally changed. I would not be married. Would not have any kids. It, I'm just real talk. I just yeah. wouldn't have because I would have wilded out. I would have messed it up. I wouldn't, it just wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I have an anchor. Mark and I, there are three person, personalities in our, in our marriage. It's me, Mark, and then the Holy Spirit that helps us act mm -hmm. right. That's good. And, and, and our boys lean into this they when they're off at school they they watch and we study and we you know it, it just it's changed my life it's awesome and it's a it's excuse me it's changed my life and it's changing my life mm -hmm. uh, all the all the financial you know if you know anything good that you deem about me about Dawn Roseman is because I'm connected to this ministry Rain is simply an extension of what I learned here. I stood right over there when you said you're the sum total of your thoughts of you. And I had to answer the question, Dawn, what do you think of you? And I said, not much. I had to fix that. Yeah. Fixing that led to rain. Wow. Yeah. Fixing that led me to realize, hey, I need to tell other people who mm -hmm. I know feel like I used to feel that you belong, that you came here with a purpose, that you were designed by greatness in greatness to be great. You, you are, you, we were designed to take up all the space. Yeah. Yeah. In every room that we enter. Yeah. That's, that's who we are. Yeah. You can't. I told somebody this the other day. I used to feel, I'm like, what'd you say, Allison? You're like, you're recovering. I forget what you said. I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> I'm, that's over. Your like is secondary. You ain't got to like me. I love me. Yeah. I'm amazing. Come on. I didn't know yeah. that before. Grace did that. Mm. My God thinks I'm awesome. Yeah. yeah. And your, your brain platform, yeah. you get to go and, like you said, not only personally have rain tables yeah. and raindrops yeah. you share your raindrops but you're you're the the uh, the position you're in at your job yeah. you get to show up like that yeah every day i don't have to pause i used to think i used to hide i did when i wrote my first book i didn't even i didn't even publicize it because i was concerned that the firm would think that i was moonlighting or cheating on it mm. and i didn't want them to think i was divided in my commitment because i'm 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 raised to be honorable my mama mm -hmm. raised me to be respectful and have integrity yeah. and i struggle Mm -hmm. I struggled and one of my partners was like I told her that I wrote the book and she like cussed me out literally she was like what's wrong with you a whole bunch of words get this out and then she took it and then she ordered a whole bunch and she keeps a stack and she gives them to clients I was on a client call the other day and we're talking about business all these things and blah 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 all these things and I said to them they're a multi-million dollar client of mine I said hey 
Is there anything else I can do that we need to do to facilitate, you know, us doing whatever it is we had just talked about? And you have any other questions for me? I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait, thinking she's going to say something. They're going to say something about what we just talked about. They're like, can I get a signed copy of your book, and when is your next book coming out? I'm like, what? God is funny, man. He's tripping. It's awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. When you do you, when yeah. you show up and do the thing that you were created to do, sing, write, act, yeah. create, draw, you know, whatever it is, when you do that thing, and do it unto him, not for these people, not for likes, not mm. for coin, mm -hmm. not for when you do that. Yeah. My gosh, he's like, this is about to get serious. Yeah. I'm about to show myself strong through them. I'm about to show them. Can't nobody outdo the goodness of God. I'm trying to tell you, I have not yeah. built time. It is the... It is the, it's the, it's the, what lawyers at work in firms, it's how we get paid. We bill time. Six tenths of an hour, my life for 20, 20, Five. thank you, Mark, 25 <laughs> years was nothing but six tenths of an hour. So much so that it was hard for me to relax because everything mm. was about, if I spent time with you and we had a good lunch, I'd be like, how was your day? Well, it was good and fine, but I didn't bill any time. Everything in my life was around, mm. but I didn't bill any time. So it can't be good unless I bill enough time. So when I stood there in 2016 and quit, not hey, I want to be the diversity person that I am now. I literally quit. I told them I was leaving. I was trying to get my buy-in back. I quit. And they were like, we don't want you to quit. Let's figure this out. And then God reminded me, tell them this is the position you want to take. I'm like, mm. but I don't want to take that position. <laughs> He's like, tell them this is what you're going to do. And then he gave me the thing to give to them. And then I started thinking, because when I get nervous sometimes, I'll make jokes about things. Mm. And I was, you know, I got babies at the time they were, I was like, I'm like you know, and, and my mentors, you got to be careful. Even when people love you, you got to make sure God don't need no co-signer. He tell you to do yeah. something, do what he said. Yeah. You don't need nobody else to be okay with it. And so I was sitting there and my mentor was like, hey, what about them kids? It's like the devil gave him a playbook of every one of my fears. He's like, what mm. about them kids? How are you going to pay for them to go to college? How are you going to keep up your lifestyle? Yeah. How you going? I was crying in my office. I called Mark, and Mark was like, he was like yelling at me. He's like, what did God tell you to do? Come on. What did he tell you to do? Yeah. That's what we going to do. So Whew. I quit. And then I gave them that proposal because that's what God <laughs> led me to do. And then I was going to make a joke because we went to go buy school supplies. And I was, I was thinking in my head, because my friend told me, she, I was, I was kind of testing the waters of if I should quit. And I said, what if I quit? She's like, I don't care if you quit. You just ain't going to be able to buy organics. She's, she's joking. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, man, that's not funny. And so <laughs> we're getting ready to buy them some stuff. And I heard the enemy say to me, he's like, enjoy this, because you're not even going to be able to buy them school supplies. And I started getting ready to say something. The Holy Spirit said, don't you dare think that I will ever let you go backwards for choosing to work for me. Mm, thank you, Jesus. I have made more Woo! money not billing time than I ever made in the entire 25 years. Mm. And it's not about money. Yeah. It's about God. Yes. Because if it all went away, I'm still rocking with him. Come on. And so I'm just trying to tell you, like, this, this place, this boldness, this is me. Mm-hmm. But this has been cultivated because I sit here. I need to be pastored. Mm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And not just anybody. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, I watch other things and I listen to other ministers and I get other good things. But I need, you need to sit under someone who sees you and holds you accountable. Mm -hmm. Pastor used to walk by me sometime and be like, hey, watch who you hanging with. I was like, who talking? 
<laughs> yeah. You, I, this ministry has literally changed my life. It's changed. Every time I've been mad, I've thrown fits, mm -hmm. I've quit. I've quit mm -hmm. the music ministry 30, 40, 50 times. <laughs> I've, 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 I've been mad at Pastor. I've been mad at you. I've been yeah. mad at myself. Yeah. I've been mad at all. I've been mad a whole. I, but I, mm -hmm. this is my home. Mm. Praise God. When I travel, I miss it. Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate y'all for showing up in good times and in bad times yeah. to give out what the Holy Spirit is giving you. Y'all, whomever listen out there who don't, come, like, I can get this and just stay here. Come. You can't. It's different. Mm -hmm. it's you got to come. It's good. You got to come. You got to belong. You got to let somebody put some arms around you. You got to mm. let somebody love on you and challenge you. Miss Kitty gave me so many books that I was like, she trying to like handle me. Yeah. She's like, you need to stop. I was like, she gave me a book, like seven deadly sins. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, crazy. Yeah. But it's been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Changed my life. What'd you ask me? Well, <laughs> you answered all of them. <laughs> So, so what, a, what a good setup to end, right? So Dawnie is also just, she, she loves hard, right? And she's, she's an awesome friend. And so this, so, so we're going to do a little quick duet. And Yes, we are. And so is Tommy still here? Come up real quick, Tommy, if you're here. So that's what friends are for. Oh, Lord. I know, right? And so would y'all go? And so I got the lyrics. Do you know the words? No, we're going to do the first, the first little, little part. And, and come on now, don't be trying to trip on me. I had it right here. I had the lyrics. I got the lyrics right here. There we go. All right. So we're just going to, yeah. Does Tommy know? Does Tommy know? No, Tommy know, oh, no. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so uh, how's it go? This is it? Uh-huh. This is it. Okay. I, and I, I know, I know the, you're going to play it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Oh, no, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> no. There she is. There you Okay. Are there words? Yeah, there's words. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you first. And I never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I got the chance to say that I do believe I love you. And me. And if I should ever go away, we'll then close your eyes and try to feel the way we do today. And if there's the part, I moved it. I'm sorry. This will end okay, here. Right. We'll end here. Oops. <laughs> Keep smiling. <laughs> Keep shining. Knowing you can always count on me. For sure, that's what friends are for. In good times, in bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. There you go. Awesome. Woo! That's all. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, Tommy. I put you on the spot at the last minute. All right, let's give it up for Dawn Ro Roslyn Roseman. <laughs>
said her middle name all wrong. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I love putting her on the spot. I love putting her on the spot for singing. So next we have the amazing Dondra Campbell. Woohoo! Yes, yes. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm great, Dondra. So you're going to pull your mic up. Don't be shy. <laughs> so good to have you here, Dondra. All right. Thanks for inviting me. You're so welcome. And so, just give the people. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, <laughs> of course. Okay. So, <laughs> give us a little information and background about you and as far as being here and all that good stuff. Okay. So, I am Dondra Campbell. Mm -hmm. And I started attending... Summit Church in 1999. I had several clients that attended here and had small groups, um, including Dawn and several other people. So when I say clients, I am a hairstylist and I knew quite a few of the clients or members from my salon. So I, when I began attending Summit Church, I was heavily involved in a 12-step program called Narcotics Anonymous, which they use the steps to help you evolve and change your life from a life of addiction. And I served on the area chairperson or area committee, and I remember the chairperson telling me something's different about N. So let me roll back. When I made the decision to accept an invitation, Thank you. I was driving home. I had one child and driving home to my house. And when I would turn the corner, I could tell that a light that was always on was off. So my, my lights were off. And my response before I went in the house was, I'm going to Summit Church. Then people got direction in their life. <laughs> Based on what I would hear about you know, the experiences and services, well, it was services then and it changed the experience. So I started attending and just started using the principles to live my life by, to raise my children by, and to operate in my business. And one of the first things, or the first time we had Miss Tanya was here and I would share with her about my clients and the inconsistencies and the expectations of the clients and coming short. And that's when I first began to really pray over my business. And she told me to ask God to send clients with the means to pay my fees. Mm. And I know many people here are entrepreneurs and one of the hardest things about providing a service directly to people as opposed to going to a job and they give you a wage is price, you know, mm -hmm. your, 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 your fee. And it makes you uncomfortable. And I mean, some of the, I've dealt with some really entrepreneurs and when it came time for them to charge me, they would, you know, thousands of dollars, they would be uncomfortable. So that's kind of a familiar thing when you say, it's going to be this much. Yeah. And I had to build confidence and, and believe. And, and, but I couldn't really do that. I could say it. Mm -hmm. But I really couldn't do it without the word and knowing that 
I'm valuable. Yeah. My time is valuable. Yeah. My service is valuable. I provide a good service. And so I came here in 1999, so that would be, I didn't do the math. <laughs> I was listening, but there became a season, and I was reviewing my notes. I, I, I'm a journal junkie, but don't tell Pastor I don't have the a journal. straight out of Summit journal. But I'm going to get okay. to that. <laughs> So you are I, had, I had, and I appreciate your, what did you call it, like, urgency. Okay. Because your urgency brings healing. So, as mm. you know, I've talked about, I've been a, a, a stylist for over 40 years. I'm a third-generation entrepreneur. My father, his family in Alabama had a dairy farm. He came here, and when we were young, he had this car wash that was it was a concierge car wash where mm. he would pick up all the Elite. big players, the old <laughs> players' cars, and, and I got to do the ashtrays and any of the chrome, and then my parents opened a restaurant that was here for over 20 years, my mom and my dad, and I worked in there and just learned about serving people and being kind to people. I've only seen my dad get upset twice, and once... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> so what I was saying was there was a season. So I was speaking about being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and how the grace has helped me in that is knowing my worth, understanding that everybody isn't for me. Miss mm -hmm. Carla taught me that some time ago, but just the messages in knowing my worth and valuing myself and and in, in, in the industry is changing so much and being okay with how I provide service and the services I provide yeah. and not comparing myself. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's, there's hundreds of wonderful stylists mm -hmm. and there's hundreds, not hundreds, but there's wonderful stylists just right here in our yeah. family. Mm -hmm. And I get to be who I am yes. and provide the service I provide. Yes. So in the interim of raising my children, you know, in understanding that trouble come to us all. So I talk about how long I've been here mm -hmm. for a season I did leave. And while I was gone, that's when pastor started teaching the grace message. But here's the big thing. Someone talked about finding a church. And I mm -hmm. remember there was, meth you know, pastor would talk about you know, you can look for a choir, you can look for the children's ministry, yeah. the teen ministry, but you find a pastor. Yeah. And then when him and Miss Carla would pray over the babies, and babies would recognize their voices because the parents was playing the CDs or listening mm. to the messages. So, so I turned into the prodigal child, and I ran away, and I, I wasn't mad or mm -hmm. you were pastor, mm -hmm. you know, like anybody else. I'd be like, why are they doing that? But I, I was very hurt with the circumstances that were going on in my life. And there were people there to love me through it, like genuinely. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't mm -hmm. recognize the love yeah. because I hadn't quite really learned to love myself. So I ran away. And the funny thing, I, I did go to another church, or like three or four of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I went on this trip, and the roommate was on Facebook. I was like dead sleep. And 
she started listening to something of Miss Carla. And so I'm asleep and I hear this person talking and it just woke me up. And I said, is that Miss Carla? And she said, mm-hmm. And I think she was talking about crying or I can't remember what she said, but my response was, I'm going home. <laughs> Praise and God. that's why I refer it to the prodigal child. But even more, I think it was like a new, it was, it was at the beginning of the year and they were having something here. Well, first I ran into Nicole and Jimmy. <laughs> and I said, I'm coming to Summit tomorrow. And she was so excited. She was going to text Pastor, but she texted me. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's how I knew she was so excited. But when I went up and spoke to pastor, his response, if you know about the prodigal child or son, mm -hmm. he, every, when he came back, he was always received with open arms. Yeah. And I didn't expect Pastor Al's response because he was like, I'm so glad. Like, he almost went down to the floor and came back up. <laughs> Like, and that just showed the heart, yeah. the love that no matter the personalities or exchanges or anything. So that's what I do. That's my calling as a hairstylist. I've, I've known Pastor Miss Carla for many, many years. I, I knew, and Miss Carla isn't that much older than me, but I, she was just always a good girl. She always set a great example. She was always doing great things in her community. And she was just someone you would like look up to because I was running around being bad. So anyways, in that process, as far as the grace message, after returning and, and I just started building more confidence in myself, I, I began to work corporate after, well, I worked in education and then corporate. And I work for a company called Brotherhood Mutual Insurance. And it, as you know, is, there is no such thing as a Christian company, but we provide insurance for churches and parochial schools. And so we have church every Thursday, but it's, it's like a church because it's stuff mm -hmm. and it's people. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things and that's what I have in my little notebook here when I came back and Pastor was talking about waiting for it. But you know, he's a techie. So he kind of, in this message, he started talking about something he had been waiting for and it took a long time. So when I was hired into customer service, I looked around and there was a specific position I wanted. So I wrote it on the refrigerator. And if you've been here any time, you're gonna hear Pastor Al or Pastor Tracy or talk about writing a vision. And just and and when you first hear that it'd be all complicated, it'd be like five pages long. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I just put a whiteboard sticky on my refrigerator and I wrote the position with my name and the company like mm. a business card. And it was up there for two years. Wow. And so, you know, we clean more after COVID. So I'm cleaning, I'm like, I'm a, so that Sunday, Pastor was talking about wait for it, wait for it, you know, like on TikTok, wait <laughs> for it. And that part of what he was saying went into my spirit because I was, I was like, it's been two years, I'ma just wash this off. 
in that he's been talking about listening, being quiet long enough to hear the Holy Spirit. And it said, no, wait and see what I do. Mm. So I applied and anyways, I ended up, they created a position for me, Praise didn't God. post it. Mm. And then, and so I was gonna come back because it wasn't the exact position. And I was gonna wipe it off again. It was like, this what you asked for. He will give you what you asked for. And, and, and Grace is teaching me to wait because there are some things that we have asked for that hasn't come to fruition yet. And we have to keep waiting or if the spirits ain't do something else. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying, it has really taught me to wait Praise and to God. trust. So with that being said, it, when, I, when, when Ms. Carla called, I was in my head, I made a really silly mistake, which we do, and I tend to be so hard on myself. And so I got like a little chewing out, a little correction. And my manager is a manager I wanted because I'm very direct in my old department. If I ask a question, she mad, she, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's another part of, that I've learned is quit letting people define who I am. Yeah. I have to let, seek God and, and sit still and listen. Listen more, say less. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. okay, I just You said when I called myself. you, and I called Oh yeah, you. when Ms. Carla called, like mm -hmm. I was working from home, but I was under distress because I had a meeting and, 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 and when I just, I made one little simple mistake, sent one little email, but it was just on and on and on. And so I'm trying not to let that person, in my head, it was something like, you are the dumbest person we know, mm -hmm. you are this, and, and you know, that you guys sing yeah. that song about, you know, our, 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 those, what we hear, and we can't, you know, we have to cast that down. So she called and invited me to her show, which <laughs> I didn't know it was a show. But anyways, <laughs> uh, there was some great news, there's some great things, promotion is from the Lord, I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> I'm like, come on y'all, what? with the stuff, but I'll tell you this meeting I had about what's coming forth, it was with my manager and my manager's manager and my manager is saying, or his manager is saying all these great things and on and on and on, and then finally he said, and you know, it will come with this, that, or the other, and what threw me off is, you know, we cannot lose hope in faith. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. because he said what he had to say was, I'm so glad you ain't asked about no money. I trust God. Yeah. He brung it last time and he going to keep bringing yeah. it. Yeah. Amen. And so I don't know Amen. if that's all you wanted to hear, <laughs> but there's well, a lot good. here. But I, I love Pastor Al and Miss Carla and Miss Kitty and Pastor Tracy. I love everyone. And Dawn, Dawn is always going to tell you that she loves you and she means it. Yeah. And, yeah. and everyone here, so. You were awesome. Thank you so much. That was great. <laughs> Make you put it on your seat. Thank you so much. Yes, we celebrate you. And we know that God is continuing to move. We have a few more. We're going to have you stand up for a minute just to stretch your legs. And then the next person is coming up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm still using the mic. All right. So are you getting blessed, though? You know, it's, it's, you know, we are the word, 
walking word. We are because of the word that we receive. And so Fifi's coming, and she's going to do an Indianapolis individual. Oh, yeah, you do need that, don't you? Yes. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I am doing Miss Sharon Agnew from our Indy campus. I'm going to read a little bit about her, and I gave it a title because that's me, <laughs> and I'm going to call it A Woman with Purpose, okay? My name is Sharon Agnew. I have been a member of Summit Church Indy since November 2014. I was born and raised in Evansville, Indiana, and I moved to Indianapolis in 1997. I graduated from the University of Southern Indiana in 1997 with the Bachelor's of Science in Accounting. I served in the Indiana Army National Guard for six years, thank you for your service, mm -hmm. and was honorably discharged as a Specialist E4 in 1996. In 20, 2007, I received my MBA from Anderson University, and in 2014, I obtained my CPA license. Currently, I am the Deputy Chief Financial Officer and Senior Vice President for Petcor Investments, overseeing strategic planning and implementing policies for accounting and treasury departments. I work closely with developing financing and banking departments in the areas of new developments, acquisitions, and rehabilitations of loan refinances. I joined Petcor Investments in 1997 as a staff accountant, and I have received several promotions during my tenure. I serve on the board of Inclusivity Institute focused on contributing to the mission of dis disrupting housing segregation, eviction prevention, and special projects aimed to reduce the harms of predatory lending. In addition, I was a volunteer for Starfish Incentives, serving a four-year commitment to mentor a high school student. I enjoy serving and encouraging people, especially young minorities, to achieve their education and career goals. I am a child of God. God has blessed me and continues to bless me. I am so thankful for all that God does for me through Jesus Christ. The message of grace reached me at a point in my life when I needed to be fed spiritually. I was raised in the Church of Christ and was baptized at 16. I love my Church of Christ family, but the church system resonated with me as do good, get good system. Mm -hmm. The message of grace that I am saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ changed me from the inside out. I have stopped trying to fit the ideal Christian, and started listening to the small voice on the inside known as the Holy Spirit. I truly believe that a small, still voice led me to Summit Church, Indy, and one Sunday morning, I was watching Joel Osteen program, and I saw a commercial for Summit Church. I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, visit that church. Mm -hmm. It took me a while to visit, but I eventually obeyed. That obedience led me to the message of grace and having a personal relationship with God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And this scripture, along with others, provides direction for me personally and professionally. Each day, throughout the day, I thank God for the finished work 
of the cross through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yay. All right. So we got a switch of, of our plan, yes. as you may know, yes. team. And so, because we still have to do offering, not offering, communion, and so what we're going to do, and, and I apologize as a host, that those of you that are still on the agenda, we're going to honor you next week, okay? So I do apologize. And so at this time, uh-huh. I'm going to say thank you to Fifi for being so amazing, <laughs> and she's one of them that will be honored next week. So, but, so thank you, Fifi. So at this time, honey, you want to come on, come on back up, but I... I apologize. We did have on the schedule Peggy Stevens. Peggy, can you stand up? I want to acknowledge you anyways. Peggy Stevens. Yay. Tiffany Shannon from the Indy campus. Janae McGill here. Molly Thomas, who is going to be sharing one of the Tiffany's. So we will definitely honor you all next week. So you see, I need you all. I need planners. I need people that are very strategic and know how to do time. I don't know how to do that. I just go. And so I love you all, and I appreciate you. Thank you, honey, for giving me this opportunity to to be here. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.